running. Are you out there, you? Why can't I see that? Yes, we've never had a real life diva. Don't give up. Warning. Says, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should have faced Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pistetto. Hey guys, I'm Megan Pistetto. Welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. Wow, it has been another huge week. 2021 was not lying when it said to 2020, hold my drink. A week for the history books, in my opinion. (laughs) On Wednesday night on Instagram alone, we had Tim Sims promoting an alcohol brand whilst claiming that he's been sober for six months. Mind you, I have seen him promote about three different alcohol brands during that time. We then had Abby Chatfield swallowing cum as part of her grueling training regime for I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Then we had Michael Goonan videoing himself and a mate racking up an unknown substance on a table that he later claimed to be just milk. And that was just Wednesday night alone and just on Instagram. So if that's what's happening online in one night, I would love to know what is happening IRL behind closed doors 24-7. I was literally up until 2am that night because I was too scared to go to sleep in case anything else happened. And I've woken up today with a Facebook hangover from it all, only to find that something did happen overnight whilst I was sleeping. Donald Trump was impeached again and I'm not a political podcast, so I'm not going to get into it, but all I'll say about that is bye Felicia. Before we get into today's episode, I need to ask you guys a favor. I need you all to start a rumor that I'm banging Kanye West just so this podcast gets some clout and we get a few more listens and my career finally takes off. Spread it like margarine on toast. Shout it from the rooftops. Your help would be much appreciated. Thanking you kindly in advance. Just joking, but seriously, it seems to have worked for Jeffree Star, so we may as well give it a shot. Guys, on a serious note, grab a bucket, grab a mop. Please, if you could take a second to leave a rating and a review. Five stars only, of course. It honestly helps the show more than you know, and it doesn't cost you a cent. Subscribe if you haven't already. I'm going to be dropping episodes randomly over the next few weeks. I'm probably going to be doing two a week for the foreseeable future. I've got a lot of bonus episodes coming your way, so make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you're also following me on Instagram at So Dramatic Podcast and at Megan Pistetto. And don't forget to join the Facebook community, aka my cult. That's So Dramatic Podcast when you search in groups. The comments and banter have been absolutely lit in there this week. Honestly, like 500 degrees Fahrenheit. I have not laughed so much since Amanda Mikalev abused me over the voice memos. Get involved with that. And don't forget the So Dramatic merch is also available at sodramaticmedia.com. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes for you guys to have a look. And thank you to everyone who has already purchased the merch and supported the show. I love seeing you guys in it. So please keep sending your pictures in. Coming up today, the name of our 2021 Bachelor is finally dropped, but there's already a scandalous twist. Ali Simpson has been dragged into our incestual reality TV love web and she's got more than one connection to her I'm a Celeb co-star Abby Chatfield and her brother Cody Simpson. 
The lineup for RuPaul's Drag Race Australia is finally revealed. Find out which queens made the cut and which didn't, and all the finer filming details. There's a Dancing with the Stars All-Stars season coming to our screens this year. Find out which stars will be putting their dancing shoes back on, plus all the details about the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here finale, including how it's going to be filmed, the live voting structure, and how the winner will be determined. Plus, I've also got the truth behind why Abby Chatfield is not speaking out about co-star slash lover Ash Williams' recent criminal charges, plus the identity of Abby's mystery man, Shmom Shmarp, is finally revealed after her controversial swallowing cum Instagram post. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. Let's start with I'm a Celebrity today. Can I just take a minute to say that I am obsessed with Tony Piran. Like, she absolutely nailed that crazy height challenge. Yes, bitch, as Dipper would say. She's legit superwoman. So she's got my vote. If she doesn't win this thing, I am going to be riding with my pitchfork. Now, speaking of winning... Lots of questions coming in this week about how the winner is going to be determined. As we know, the show was pre-recorded this year due to COVID. A little while ago, I reported that the I'm a Celebrity finals would be live and that viewers still get to vote for the winner. It's pretty much like what they did with MasterChef and Big Brother. Now, I've got some more details about how this is going to play out. And I have been told that the public apparently not only get to vote for the winner, but they get to vote for the top five. And I'm a celebrity insider told So Dramatic. I'm not sure how it happens exactly, but phone lines will be open and they will record the finale with a bunch of them. Then we get to vote for the top five, top three, top two, and the winner. I don't think they're going back into the jungle, so to speak. I think they're filming it in Sydney like a live show, but I guess that might have changed with the new border restrictions now. I imagine it will be like how they did it with Big Brother, but over a few nights. I have heard Abby is telling people that she's the top three as well, but I do know that's not the case. She must have just meant the top five as that's where they got up to with the filming. Oh my God, oh my God. I have been hounded for information about who our 2021 Bachelor is for weeks now. And I don't blame you guys. It's the question on everyone's lips. I've known for a while now who it is, but I have to confess, I've been depriving you guys again. I was trying to be a frugal bitch and spread the gossip out over the season and Look, it came back to bite me like a spider in the jungle. I was going to include it last episode, but there was just so much going on. The episode was already (laughs) filled to the brim. So I was like, "Mm, I'll save it for next week. But then shit hit the fan this week. And now that person is no longer our bachelor. And my huge scoop is now redundant. Actually, it kind of makes it even more juicier now. Let me explain. So our 2021 bachelor was going to be, as of last week, drum roll, please. Pause for dramatic effect. I'm a celeb star slash comedian, Ash Williams. Now, as we know this week, it was revealed that Ash had been charged with intentionally recording an intimate image without consent during a sexting incident on the 18th of December last year. Following these charges, Channel 10 made the decision to dump him and cancel his bachelor contract. Look, I don't blame them. So (laughs) we're already on to our plan B bachelor. 
Last year, we got up to, I think, plan D. So let's see how far into the alphabet we get this year. A source close to Ash told So Dramatic, he's been in talks for years to be The Bachelor, but has never been successful in securing the role. Last year, he was in the final stages as well, but was beaten by Lockie. And the year before, it was the same again with Matt. I'm a Celebrity was a way for Channel 10 to slowly introduce him to audiences and gauge their reaction to him. They thought he would be well-liked. However, with these charges, their whole plan has now backfired. Not only has Channel 10 dumped Ash as The Bachelor, but they've also cut ties with him completely. The friend continues, Channel 10 pulled his Bachelor contract and immediately cut all association with him. They cancelled all of his press and media appearances relating to the show. They are even not including him in social media posts. He's been completely banished. They want nothing to do with him. He's being ghosted by Channel 10. (laughs) Savage. Now, it's interesting to note that Julia Morris has been taking a few subtle swipes at Ash this week. She's made a few comments about his behavior on the show. And as well as that, she's also made a few (laughs) digs at him in her Instagram lives over the past week since the allegations came to light. She wasn't doing this before. And I doubt that she would be making these same remarks if he was still positioned to be the next Bachelor. I truly believe that if these claims and allegations and charges never came to light, that Ash would have been shown in a much more favourable light in the edit and by the hosts. Now, further to all this, another source told So Dramatic that Ash had originally signed a double contract with the network for both shows. However... A clause for misconduct in his contract allowed them to pull him as The Bachelor immediately and without question, and they're already looking at their other options, so I will get on to who they may be. I've also been told that The Bachelor is currently in the process of casting the women for the show, which will begin in February, and they've had to do the interviews over Zoom due to the current COVID restrictions, so that will be interesting. In relation to his charges, I have heard some secondhand whispers about Ash's version of events. Now, as much as you guys want to know what that is, I'm not going to comment because it is before a court and I don't want to impede on the trial in any way. However, he will be fighting the charges in court. So watch this space, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lots of you have also been asking me why Abby Chatfield has not responded to any of this Ash stuff. I can only imagine that she would be bursting at the seams to speak about it. But apparently before this incident occurred, she was already in hot water with the network for contract breaches, including giving spoilers away on her Instagram page and talking about the show to people she shouldn't be. Producers were apparently not happy with her and she's already received multiple warnings from the Channel 10 publicity team. As we know, Abby is a huge feminist And while she doesn't owe it to anyone to comment on the matter or comment on anything for that matter, a source has told me that she would like to speak about this if she could, but she's being told not to by the network. She is being silenced. So the photo she uploaded where she's holding her breath obviously speaks volumes. I do agree with this and I do believe it because I can only imagine that she is dying to comment on this whole saga as it is the epitome of toxic masculinity. And... 
I think that she no doubt will once she's able to. Oh my God, oh my God. Exciting news for Dancing with the Stars. The show is returning this year and it's going to be an all-stars edition. And I have the names of some of the returning contestants. An insider told So Dramatic, Dancing with the Stars is returning as an all-stars season. It's a world first and has never been done before, so it's super exciting. It will begin filming in the next couple of weeks, COVID pending, fingers crossed. They're recruiting stars from all seasons since it first aired back in 2004, so expect a few blasts from the past. Love that. Cannot wait. There have been 15 seasons of Dancing with the Stars in Australia, so they do have a lot of names to choose from. One celebrity who I can 100% confirm for the season is Luke Jacobs. I've also been told that Tony Perrin is being considered, as is Beck Hewitt, Manu Fidel, Ash Pollard, Rachel Finch, and her partner, Michael Mizener, who she famously met on the show. He was her dancing partner, and they fell in love and went off to have a beautiful family, and they're still together. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. There have been rumours that RuPaul's Drag Race is coming down under. Now, I have confirmation that this is indeed happening. Yas, queen! And I've got all the details about who is and who isn't starring in the production from former Big Brother winner Ben Norris, who now hosts the TV Reload podcast. Here's Ben to spill the tea. So I've got Ben Norris, former Big Brother contestant winner, actually, on the phone. Yeah, I wore them all down. (laughs) (laughs) Very humble up in here. Um, You're going to tell us all about RuPaul's Drag Race that has been announced that it's coming to Australia. Is that right? Well, it hasn't been officially announced, which is what everyone's talking about. You know, who's going to be in the cast? Is it really happening? The Australian people are flying to New Zealand where they're going to be filming RuPaul's Drag Race Australia, New Zealand. There's nine Australian queens. So that's drag queens. And there's going to be three New Zealand queens. Now, I can tell you that there's been mass controversy about is RuPaul going to host it? Is Michelle Visage going to be on the panel? And I can 100% confirm they both arrived in New Zealand yesterday and they are being kept under wraps. And then also there's been a lot of gay comedians auditioning for the role to be on the panel. Now, a lot of people speculating, is it Joel Creasy, Tom Ballard? Is it Josh Thomas? It's actually Reese Nicholson. He is Australian and he has a very unusual look, I would say. For people out there that know him, he's got very pale skin and red hair. He's been on the comedy circuit. He's been on Conan O'Brien. People, you know, in the gay world and the LGBTI queer space would 100% know who he is. What's his claim to fame for the straighty 180s? Oh, I reckon that they accidentally saw his comedy shows in the comedy festival, such as like the Fringe Festival in Adelaide or the Melbourne Comedy Festival. He is very successful and has been around for a very long time. And I, to be honest with you, Megan, I'm very shocked. I'm shocked to the call that you don't know who he is. <laughs> hey, I've got a head full of degrade reality stars. I can't be expected to know everyone. Well, what does Reese Nicholson have to do? Does he have to punch Jamie from The Bachelor in the face or or have a throwdown fight with him? <laughs> Pretty to get much. His <laughs> onto the podcast. <laughs> Are you shocked that Joel Creasy didn't get the role? Who do you think would have been better? 
Well, I think Joel was a given. Like, I think, uh, you know, that's he's also extremely busy uh, by doing Nova and other commitments. He's got a comedy show that's going to be happening in Perth. So, look, there's there's plenty of options that are there. But Joel really is a trailblazer who has really changed the landscape for queer people in mainstream media. So, you know, Joel has been a trailblazer for a lot of Australians. And I think rightfully he should be on the panel but I think it'll come down to availability and the fact that, you know, Reese kind of looks like a cartoon character. I think you'll look very good up against the neon colouring of RuPaul's, you know, show palette. He's got the look, the Maybelline look. He's got the look. <laughs> so who else do we need to know that's involved in this? Everyone's talking about contestants. There was a lot of speculation about Art Simone, who's a Melbourne drag queen, and Karen from Finance, also a Melbourne drag queen whether or not they would be presenters or would they be competing, I can 100% confirm both of those fierce queens will be competing to be Australia's first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Australia. Scoop, guys. So 100% confirmed as contestants. 110% confirmed. They're all signed (laughs) NDAs. None of them have actually said anything. They probably haven't even told their mothers. But uh, the, the inside information that I've got is real. And I'm really excited. It will be on Stan by, I would say, mid-year or towards the end of the year. That's amazing. I also heard Courtney Act was involved. Is that true? Can you confirm or deny? Absolutely not. It was Aww. never going to happen. Look, uh, to explain it to you in a way that you would understand, oh. Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> the and the Kim Cattrall <laughs> and the Kim Cattrall feud that's going on is very similar to the RuPaul. Uh, feud that is going on with Courtney Act with oh Shane. So who, who is Courtney she feuding Act, with? Well, they're feuding together. So RuPaul and Courtney Act are in a feud. They're in a fight. Since when? How did I miss this? Well, the thing is, you know, interesting when you do these shows and you see how the production works, quite often you don't interact with the host. You know, the host has got a lot of things to do and they don't really have the time to give individual attention to all the contestants well, I think Shane took offense to that being Courtney Act. He kind of felt like Rue was very distant. And he also, you know, took him to task over some of the LGBTI um, themes about what in, in which RuPaul wanted to include the LGBTI community in the contest. The feud is real. They are not speaking. And no one, and I repeat, no one rang Courtney Act to be a part of this series, which is devastating because for me, Top three. I think she's top three all-time queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. And also just, you know, the biggest name in Australia. So disappointing. I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm absolutely obsessed with Courtney Act and I think Australia is also obsessed. We've followed Courtney Act all the way from Australian Idol, which was amazing. And, you know, she really should be on this platform. But a feud is a feud. <laughs> Do you know why they're filming it in New Zealand? Is that just due to the COVID restrictions? Easy to get around things it's there? It's cheaper production. Okay. Yeah, the production was cheaper. The quotes on that were good. You know, RuPaul does come to Australia a lot. He's actually married to an Australian, a man from Perth, and they've been married for 25 years. So oh, a lot wow. of people were saying, why didn't he come here and do it where his husband's from? But uh, the reality is it's cheaper to do it in New Zealand. That's where they're doing it. Exciting stuff. Well, thanks for that, Ben. Very excited to watch that. Now, where can people find you? You've got just recently launched your own podcast, haven't you? TV Reload? I have. I have. And, you know, you have been so supportive of TV Reload 
And I cannot thank you enough for all the inside information that you've been able to help with. Uh, it's been fantastic. We are literally going behind the scenes of the production of shows that are being made in Australia. So I think, you know, you're very contestant centric where for me, I'm getting the goss on, you know, how these shows are getting made. I'm really busting a lot of myths on, you know, what the intentions are behind these reality shows and what needs to happen ultimately. You're kind of like the good cop, I would say, and I'm kind of like the bad cop because you're getting all the the tea from the producers and I'm kind of slamming the producers. <laughs> so we're yeah, pretty much but, on opposite you know, you teams. Pretty. <laughs> you're much more beautiful than I am, if that's good English. You are more beautiful than me. No, so you get lies. To be looking one. No, lies. it's true. It's true. I'm, I'm like you've got the wrong plumbing for me, but uh, I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Well, where can people find that's TV Reload, wherever you get your podcasts from. Check it out, guys. You can just search TV Reload. It's on iTunes, iHeartRadio. It's on Spotify. It's pretty much everywhere. But if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up on the website, which is www.tvreload.com.au. Thanks, Bam. We'll talk to you soon. I have been telling you guys to listen to the Beauty IQ Uncensored podcast for a few weeks now because they have so many great beauty tips on there. If you haven't already, I'm going to recommend a few of my favorite episodes that you need to check out. There was a recent one just before Christmas, all about the Ordinary Skincare Company, which answered listener questions about their range and skincare in general. So check that out if you're confused about which products to buy. I love The Ordinary. They have high quality active ingredient products, but without the price tag. I have been actually using their hyaluronic acid and vitamin C for a while now, but I've also just started incorporating their 1% retinol into my daily skincare routine as well. Joe and Hannah, who host the podcast, pointed out in this episode that you shouldn't be using more than three active ingredient products at once. So make sure you do select products to suit your specific needs. Then on episode 64, they did a segment on first period stories. And on episode 60, they spoke about waxing nightmares. We've all been there. (laughs) Give those two episodes a listen if you want to have a good laugh. Some of the stories are more outrageous than Jamie and Naranga's feud. Laughter is the best medicine and beauty tip, in my opinion, after all. You can find Beauty IQ Uncensored wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus on the case again this week. So we also Ali Simpson, who is the sister of singer Cody Simpson, who was famously dating Miley Cyrus last year. So she entered the jungle this week on I'm a Celebrity and not only has she entered the jungle, but she's also inserted herself into our infamous incestual reality TV love web. Honestly, fears for Ali. Pray for Ali. So we could see the excitement plastered across Abby Chatfield's face when Ali entered the jungle and I'm assuming that's because Abby's a huge Miley Cyrus stan and... (laughs) Obviously, she wants the tea on Miley. Same girl, same. But there is another connection here that everyone is missing that you haven't heard about until now. So I was at an event last year 
Actually, no, sorry. The year before, I've completely erased 2020 from my memory because I didn't leave my house once. So it was an event in 2019 in Sydney. I think it was about around August. And Ali Simpson was there. She was sitting in the booth next to me with Nathan Favreau, Davey Lloyd, Dog Park Bill, all of those people. I was surprised to see her there because I was like, what the hell? Ali Simpson? Like, with Nathan Favreau, that's a bit of a weird flex, but okay. Now... Ali and Nathan looked very loved up. They were by each other's side all night. He had his arm around her and they were walking around like holding hands, all of that stuff. I can't confirm or deny if they did hook up. I didn't see it with my own eyes, so I'm not going to say that they did. But someone did tell me that Ali was his date for the night. And look, judging by the body language, I would say that there was some sort of romantic thing going on. So that inserts Ali into our reality TV web of incest. But let's not forget that Nathan Favreau has also hooked up with Abby Chatfield. So that connects Ali and Abby in a love triangle. But wait, there's another connection, another dot to join. Hold on to your hats, kids. Nathan was also dating Bella Varelis last year, who, as reported by this podcast then denied by Bella, then admitted by Bella, hooked up with Cody Simpson. So Ali, Cody, Nathan and Bella are now all involved in like a love square situation. I hope you're all still with me. Now, if you add Abby in, it makes it a love pentagon. Add Miley Cyrus in and it's a love hexagon. (laughs) Honestly, there's more connections here than a 5G tower. I'm just stoked that Miley Cyrus has made an appearance in our... (laughs) reality tv ancestral love web i'll have to get that graphic updated asap so i can start using (laughs) miley cyrus's name for clout but wait there's more the plot thickens again this is where things get interesting actually before filming i'm a celebrity abby was dating slash hooking up slash seeing slash hanging out slash whatever the kids are calling it these days with a guy called Tom Sharp. Tom owns Mississippi Cafe in Brisbane. He was her crush from the cafe across the road from her house that she was regularly speaking about on her podcast and on her social media. I think she was calling him Cafe Boy or something like that. Now, he just so happens to be friends with Ali's boyfriend, Mitch Lambert. A friend of Abby's revealed to So Dramatic Abby became close to Ali in the jungle, but they had already met as the guy Abby was trying to date beforehand is actually friends with Ali's boyfriend. That's why Abby said to her, oh, I saw you at the PAV as they'd all been hanging out there one night. Now, this week on Instagram, Abby posted that she had swallowed cum for the first time in six years in preparation for the I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here Tucker Trials. This post garnered a lot of comments, I think around a thousand before it was deleted. And one of them was from Ali's boyfriend, Mitch. Now, Mitch wrote underneath the photo, lol, does his name rhyme with shmom shmup? Abby replied, babe, dot, 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 fuck no, would rather die, XX. And then Mitch replied, very spicy. I did a little further investigation on this and on Mitch's page, He has actually posted paparazzi shots of Abby and Tom together, who has been labelled as a mystery guy in the article. In the photos, Abby has her arms around Tom and they look very cosy with each other. So he put that shot next to a shot of him and Ali and he captioned it. 2020, 
The boys are more relevant than COVID, according to the media outlet I won't name. So he's kind of confirmed that these guys were dating and dating at the same time as him and Ali were. But it does seem that things have ended with Abby and Cafe Tom now. But Mitch is obviously still giving them a little bit of shit for it and stirring the pot. So I hope that that solves the mystery about the mystery guy, Shmom Shmarpy. And as for the guy who's come, had the honor of being swallowed by Abby as the first one and only in six years, that is still a case that remains open. Warning. Oh my God. Okay, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. On Tuesday, I have another bonus episode. I'm pumping the tea out. I have my summer series with Megan Marks. She details what it was like growing up in a cult, opens up about her first marriage and spills tea on her falling out with former lover Tiffany Scanlon, former BFL Alora, and of course her split from fellow Batchy star Jake Ellis, plus lots more. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. And please keep sharing So Dramatic around more than Ash Williams dreams about sharing himself around the jungle. (laughs) Please post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the episode on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, etc, etc. You will be doing the Lord's work. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. See you on Tuesday. Ciao for now. Kind regards. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pistetto.